Okay, so micro is for sure what I have for my... Uh, your charger. My wireless battery. Your wireless battery charger. Recharger. And also that works well for... What other thing do I have that I plug into that same cord? <laughs> There's something else that I recharge. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it is it my cat? Everybody, <laughs> everybody write in and uh, tell Dante what he recharges. Boy, l- let me tell you uh, who this conversation is good for. Uh, Nate and Cody and Lush and anyone else who guests yeah, yeah. on the, the pod. Jesus Christ, this guy was able to sustain a podcast for a year. <laughs> no, I mean, I guess the answer is no, not really. I wasn't. But. You were able to sustain it for a year and a half. I I would say it's generous to... to Say what I did, you know, sustaining anything. You sustained it, buddy. All right. All while traveling as well. You, you what do you mean? On, you went on road trips? You went to Hawaii? Oh, yeah, but... You came to Sacramento? I, we did pod in Sacramento. Oh, oh, memories. Should I set up the pop screen? Uh, if you want to. Dante, I want to hear about your life in Montana, and so does the listening audience. And we'll give them that right after this introduction. Hey everybody, welcome back to Five Songs or Less. I'm Danny. You may remember my special guest today from... It's Dante. A a podcast... (laughs) From a a podcast from all of our youths. From our youth. uh, Before we all got really into butter. And started wearing shirts about butter. (laughs) Fucking Dante's here. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Dante, I'm so happy you're back. All it took was me begging you to come back onto the pod at some point on a few occasions. Uh, I I think I broke down the walls by letting you curate a couple episodes, one of which is probably not out yet. And then Coheed and Cambria uh, I wrote them a letter and said, hey, can you release a new album? <laughs> uh, yes, I have Claudio's home address to write him a letter. And this album, uh, Cody and what, Gambria's What, what kind Daxis, of letter would you say it was? It was... Um, it was a... Uh, fuck. It was a letter that I pasted to a refrigerator door. Uh, um, fuck. I have it. I have it. I'm so close, Dante. Would you, would you say it was a letter that was clearly written by an adult? Uh, no, maybe in an was. It, are we talking about an annoying little brother or an obnoxious little brother? Uh no. But uh-huh. I mean, you you want to stick in that age range? Yeah, yeah. 
I'm like edging on this lyric right now, man. Can you think of what song is it? It's um, oh, light on the glass. No, no. Oh, oh, it's uh, everything evil. Wait for everything evil in you comes out. Right, let me scrub ahead to the bridge. <laughs> Uh, fuck! I don't fucking know, man. Uh, you say it. Uh, all the fa- all the fans are screaming at their yeah. iPods, their yeah. first generation iPods. <laughs> they don't even have a fucking click wheel yet. No, Ooh. no. <laughs> we were we were looking for what is childlike. Oh, childlike letter pretending. Line, 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 line. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at war here on Thursday. Oh yeah, Thursday. Uh, we'll make it our last day here on, on the fence. No, at home. At home by the fence. At home maybe. by the fence. Yeah, yeah. Would you run down to the fence? Uh, I would. I would, and then I would take a nap. Yeah, yeah. Which probably would mean your toast anyway. So don't even bother running. <laughs> don't even bother running. Yeah. Uh, so you wrote them a letter. They put out. An I wrote album. them a letter. They this they was news to me. Wrote and recorded their new album uh, of access to a window of the waking mind, released uh, just a few days ago. Today is Monday, June twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. It was released on the twenty fourth. I've listened to it like four times at least. Dante. Uh, I th- I think as soon as the call connected, I heard the end of the last song. So Dante's listened possibly once. I'm totally lying it, about that. It, it was definitely not the last song, but um, oh, you only made it I, through the first song. <laughs> I I think I've listened three times fully and then gone back and and hit a couple songs again. I, but I only started this. I think yesterday, nice, nice. and then I, I sent you a photograph earlier today and I, that was i don't know if you saw that i had earphones in but i was listening at that time oh okay that's why i said i was doing pod prep uh-huh uh and I, I listened like two and a half times all the way through this morning and then driving back home mm-hmm. i listened so i i feel pretty good about this and uh danny i want to start off with uh something here okay it's a good, good place to start with something. It's it's more than we usually have. Uh-huh. This album's pretty good. It's uh, it's pretty good. This album's pretty good. It's pretty good. I uh, I do have some things to say. Uh, oh, okay. Less this is nice it. things, but all in all, this album is pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty now and if. If I recall, so th- this album again, uh, Vaxis Two, uh, a window of waking mind, uh-huh. right? Or maybe there's not a, just window of waking. No, mind? No, there is an a, and there is there is, a the there... window of the waking mind? Welcome to Five Songs or Less, everybody. The most well-researched podcast known to man well, and woman of all kinds. At, as a journalist now, when like we mm-hmm, write headlines, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. don't really throw in a lot of A's and the's. Well, you know, you're a you're a sports. 
a journalist, so that's true. <laughs> window window of the waking mind. Yeah. Uh we got there. Anyway, my my whole goddamn point was to say uh the fact that you seem positive about this album the first time in at least the last like three years where you've been pro vax. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hey, he's back, folks. All wind up and no payoff. <laughs> so, Danny, you wanted to go um, go at this like track by track? I, I do want to go about it track by track, but I also... Um, I know you have a, a deadline on this of probably a couple minutes ago, um, but I, I would like to talk about the concert that you went to. If we can, oh, if we may. sure. Let us what know. Do you want to know? Let us know who you saw first of all. I saw in chronological order mm-hmm. of who was born first. <laughs> okay. Third Eye Blind, who played last. Uh huh. Taking Back Sunday, who played second. Okay. And from Down Under, Hockey Dad. Who opened? Hmm. Never heard of this. Them. Was in Bonner, Montana, which okay. is uh, just east of Missoula, where University of Montana is. Does it, uh, how many cities in Montana are this close to being a little junior high into innuendos? You live in Butt, Montana. Uh, you went to a concert in Boner, Montana. <laughs> um. Well, let me see. I, I have a map of Montana. Um, I mean, so the county, the county that borders the, the south of my county uh-huh. is a uh, beaver head. <laughs> so, um, is there see, like, is there like mountains that just look like boobs or something? I mean, to me, to me, all mountains look like boobs. All boobs look like mountains. Um, th- there's tool County. Oh my God. Um, let's see. A there's a ca- there's a county, it's not uh, dirty or anything, but it's just, it's Mick Cone, M-C space C-O-N-E. Huh. Okay. Um, I mean, there's Flathead County, okay. Flathead Lake. Okay. That doesn't sound very um, fun, though. Let's see. I mean, I, I guess I'll go through a list of every county or every uh, <laughs> town in the state. Uh, your point's well taken, though. Okay. You know, okay. boners and butts. Boners and butts and uh, beavers. Speaking of which, I'm going to see tonight, If I don't think it's going to happen, but I, I want to talk uh, Shugay's girlfriend into watching the new Beavis and Butthead movie with me. I really want to watch that too. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be good. Yeah. That's, that's what I hear. Uh, unsurprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, you saw our own Stephen Jenkins. Yes. In person, in the flesh. Yep. I was very far away though. You're pretty far away. I saw one video of Taking Back Sunday. How was it? How was the concert? Tell me about it. Tell me, did they play uh, Narcolepsy? They might have right near the end. It might have been like one of their last songs. Jeez Louise. Um, so maybe a week ago, we were driving around and we put on Hockey Dad because we didn't know mm-hmm. who they were, what they sounded like. Uh, did not like them in their 
as they were streaming into my car. Okay. Much better live. Oh, okay. Uh, all, all, all the, they're they're kind of little little jangly mm-hmm. pop rock. It's a three piece. All all gents, and we just wrap my knuckles across my microphone. <laughs> but a lot, lot better live. Uh, we they thing I love. They started right on time. Nice. Very good. Doors at six. Professional. Show at seven. Yep, they were playing at seven. Um, we uh, we were just walking in and getting a lay of the land and mm-hmm. using one of the fifty out houses Ooh. that were made available. Yeah, it was kind of weird for a like an outdoor like amphitheater. Mm-hmm. It was still all all outhouses. Um, I mean, maybe not not outhouses like they weren't like sheds, but you know, the <laughs> I know what you mean. Pl- plastic porta johns. Um, Can I, I get a better find... moon shape on this one, please? <laughs> yeah. This moon's too big. People keep peeking. <laughs> bought a shirt. Bought a blue Taking Back Sunday shirt oh. with a, uh, what I believe is a panther. Mm-hmm. Maybe like silhouette of a panther on it. It's pretty cool. I'll send you a photo. Okay. I w- the Third Eye Blind merch uh, did not like any of the designs. Oh. It was, they had like, these big shirts that said semi-charmed life on them. And I think it was like a anthropomorphic sunflower. And it was all kind of like, almost like drugged out hippie type of art and lettering. Uh-huh. Um, that didn't really seem to fit with. Yeah, that doesn't sound like them. Third Eye Blind. But um, I'll say this though. So in in the merch department, Taking Back Sunday 1, yeah. on stage, Third Eye Blind blew them away oh i'm sure i'm sure take it back Sunday i was surprised has though. never been a live band is, is okay is that have, what's your experience with them live i've uh i've seen them live one point a couple songs times okay um i saw them once in 2002 when at like peak fandom for me when i was really really into them and then so, so that would have been your peak fandom would have been before Tell All Your Friends came out. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, only if they were from the West Coast. Yeah. And then I saw them in 2003 when the Blood Brothers, your favorite band, was opening for them. Uh, watched the Blood Brothers. Um, and then Taking Back Sunday came on. I think we watched like a song or two. And then they st- started in on a, an Eminem cover, like mid-song. And so we high-tailed it out of there well before the used played. Because you can't spell crap without rap, right? Uh, sure. It's you you all true. said that to each other. Yes. Uh, and <laughs> Me, then... Cody, and I looked at each other. And we said, crap rap, right? <laughs> this is a crap rap situation. All right. Um, Everyone go listen to... Uh, my Taking Back Sunday episode of this podcast, Dante did not want to be involved in that. He refused. Did we not talk about Tell All Your Friends? No, Nate and I did. Oh, cool. And then you said you listened to it and you're like, damn it, I should have uh, been part of this or some something like that. Maybe mentally I just replaced Nate <laughs> in my head and was like, yeah, I did that. That was me. <laughs> Um, what, what, what did we do that was like a 20th anniversary we, or something We like did that? Thursday. 
which was all you, for you me. did that to me. Yeah, we did uh, Jimmy Eat July. That was technically a some yeah. sort of anniversary kind of thing. Oh, my, my wife is texting me. Oh, don't say I have cats now and it is so fucking amazing, dude. Are you getting <sighs> some photos? Yeah. They've used to learn phones. Yep. They have. Um, hey, wait, let's let's stop this concert talk and uh, let's get to. I've already talked cat about the cats on two episodes. They're okay. fucking amazing. Uh, little Gertie, she's little and cute and sweet. And uh, Jinx is uh, a fucking asshole, but I love him. He's also very cuddly and sweet. What episodes have you talked? About the cats on. Uh, two episodes that are currently not out yet, but as of okay. the time you're listening to this, folks, uh, you will want to go back and listen to the episode on the Muncie Girls, and you will want to listen to the episode on Bridge and Tunnel. Well, I want to hear about these cats, and I'm not going to listen to those episodes, so <laughs> it's got to be done. I need to get the information direct from the source. Okay. So they're good. They're, what they're I, really what great. Here. The kids love Where them. Where do they sleep? I love them. Uh, they sleep attached to me usually. Uh, just it, while not while you're sleeping, like when I'm, you sleep, where they're on the bed. They're yeah, somewhere as close as they can possibly get to my body, just to make sure I I have a hard time getting through the night. <laughs> sure. Yeah, they they tend to both sleep next to me. Sometimes Gertie will jump down because her older brother Jinx is an asshole and will just attack her randomly out of nowhere. Didn't you tell me they're not related? They're not, but I'm. They're now related. Okay. I'm not gonna say like, oh, the stepbrother and step. I'm not gonna do all that. I don't have time for that. I'm gonna call them brother and sister. I am their dad. Amanda is their mom. I don't have time to say stepbrother or stepsister, but let me break down what I will do. <laughs> I am their daddy. I will take time to explain. Anytime I can call myself daddy. I will. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll come back to that in a second. <laughs> now, when you say they like, they, they, they cling to you, they always want to be very close mm-hmm. to you. Is that also true for Amanda or are they on your side of the bed? Uh, no, they're on my side of the bed. Does Amanda prefer that or is she jealous? Uh, I think there's, there's a, probably a tinge of jealousy there every once in a while. She would, she would like them to, be with her, but there have been mornings in the last few weeks where she woke up to a cat snuggling up against her. So just, uh, it tends to be when I'm trying to fall asleep, Jinx will come, uh, lay his ass on my feet and then probably start biting them eventually. (laughs) Do you think it's because since you're, you're home all the time, so they're able to get more bonding time with you? Yeah, probably that. And um, I also don't shower as often. Um, and so I probably smell bad. And, and cats tend to like things that smell bad. <laughs> You're the saltier of the two. <laughs> I'm the saltier of the two, yeah. Uh, speaking of daddy, there was a point in the concert where when Adam Lazara said something about wanting to be referred to as daddy. Mm, of course uh, he did. And it, 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 we were really far away. So we were like, wait, what's happening? Is he being <laughs> a creep? The and then it was like, because he was talking, he was pointing out to the crowd and talking to someone who was like, make sure like you like get a hold of me like after the show, like, or I'm going to give you my email or something like that. And it was like, what is happening? And then it turned out he just really liked somebody's coat. 
Oh. And he was like, after the show, I am going to go online and try to find that coat. Okay. Uh, and then he said this daddy thing, and then I guess someone else in the audience called him daddy, and he was like, I wish I didn't say that. <laughs> I I'm sorry. I thought it would be funny, but I don't like this. Uh, um, as far as behavior goes, uh-huh. he was fine. Your response to the the clip I sent you was just phoning it in. <laughs> and, you know, it never occurred to me that he wasn't trying my guess is he doesn't have it anymore if he ever did. And yeah. the, the, it, if he was phoning it in, it was when he should have been preparing for the tour <laughs> and like, you know, getting his voice in shape or whatever. What I didn't notice in the video, uh, was he wearing shoes? I think so. I believe he was wearing shoes. I believe he was wearing all black. Mm-hmm. You know, we we can't all stay the same little slender, skinny jean oh, emo sure. boys sure. all our life. Living uh, proof right here. But uh, you still wear skinny jeans? Uh, no, I wear like slim. Okay. Yeah, as do I. In fact, even I think in my younger days... When I wore a younger man's clothes. Yeah, I never got I, into the skin-tight skinny jeans. Yeah, Slim was skinny enough. Yeah. But uh, the the appearance thing that really caught me was, and, and Sarah noticed this as well, he's basically kind of aged into a Dave Grohl type. Hmm, okay. Like, he, he has the long hair. He seems a little bit bulkier now. He has a goatee. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of talking in like a, like a, hey, ah, blah, 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 <laughs> like kind of like trying to be like fun uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was very strange. Um, it was fun to see them. Sure. But they, yeah, like they, you know, they don't have their fastball anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they don't play anything by fastball anymore. Yes, I kept I kept shouting the way. It was like, what? Sorry, are we in the way? No, no, no. I, I wish. Um, but the the ironic thing is, I was worried that Stephen Jenkins would not have his fastball. Dude's like almost sixty. Yeah, yeah. And. He's he's saying really well, mm-hmm. a lot of energy. They had an interesting like sort of ramp set up. Um <laughs> where it was like kind of like three ramps to get up to where like the drums were and so there's a lot of power posing going on. Like yeah. Stephen Jenkins is on the middle ramp and it, so it's slanted, so he's kind of like already has like one knee higher than the other and um but man, yeah, he he gets after it and he can still hit some high notes mm-hmm. which I mean, if you listen to the album recording of Semi Charmed Life when he says goodbye yeah, really high, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he barely pulls it off in the studio. Yeah. Um, it's a high note. But he was he was hitting high notes uh, pretty well on stage. Um, my big complaint about them is uh, he was wearing a bright, like neon construction orange <laughs> beanie, and everything else was like pretty like dark. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it, it just looked like, it, it just looks so out of place. Um, but hey, man, that's artistic genius. That's for artistic you. genius, yeah. 
Um, but I mean, they they played most everything you you would want to hear. Uh-huh. And we we pulled up the set list from like the night or two before, and was like, okay, after the second song, which was "Thanks a Lot," which Thanks I a gave lot. you, song rocks. Right after that song, they played like three songs, where I was like, I don't know any of these. Yeah. So that's a piss break. Okay. Come back in time for Crystal Baller, which was like an early 2000s single off maybe their third album. Crystal Baller. Hmm. Be a crystal baller. No, no, no. It's pretty good. <laughs> okay. But yeah, they played... Um, they played all, all the hits. They played God of Wine. You don't know these songs, so no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> But yeah, it, it was good and very beautiful. It got a little cold mm-hmm. near the end once, once the sun went down behind the mountains. Uh, got a little chilly. So buying that... I don't know if I would have bought the, the, the Take It Back Sunday shirt had it not been for the cold, but I at least didn't buy like an $80 hoodie. Oh, sure, did. sure. Yeah. Um, oh, w- one thing about the concert. Wouldn't you say Taking Back Sunday and Third Eye Blind are... Those are two bands from different eras. Yes, absolutely. Their debut albums came out just five years apart. Hmm. Isn't that doesn't that seem wrong? It does seem wrong. I feel like so much changed in between those two albums. I mean, there's that whole like Bush versus Gore thing, I suppose. Sure, sure. Something's changed since the last time we potted. Yeah, a lot of things have changed. That's right. Uh, I changed locations. Mm-hmm. Um, the United States has moved closer to your ideals, um, and uh, uh-huh. it's and it's summer. So yeah, and it, it is summertime. What's the temperature there today? I so the highs were like I think like eighty two or eighty three maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah, apparently it's eighty three right now, and I think that was the high and and. Honestly, I think this is probably the hottest it's been mm-hmm. all year. Yeah, man. Montana summer, not too bad. It is currently 102 degrees outside. Fuck that. Yep. That sucks, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Hey, you. Uh, I almost forgot about your Canadian sorry. Yeah. <sighs> You're closer now, too. It's, I can smell it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a, is that... Is that moose jerky? <laughs> moose jerky. Some, uh, oh, they're they're churning some beaver milk butter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Danny. Hi. Let's get to some Kogi. Why? because uh, it's been uh, a long time. Forty minutes. I'm bored. I'm bored. Okay, let's fucking let's talk about Kogi and Cambria. And uh, they're surprisingly not horrible album. I, I'm getting the sense that I'm higher on it than you. And maybe it's just I've, I've been in a good mood maybe. and spending some time outdoors. But so what I ended up doing is I initially I was like, oh, maybe I'll rank them. Sure. That's what I've done. And I was like, ah, that gets pretty tough. Like, oh, what's six or what's seven? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I, I put them in tiers. Okay. And even that was tough. So here are my tiers. I got classic Coheed. Mm-hmm. That's the the only one that has a somewhat unique name. The other tiers are good, <laughs> fine, and stinky. Okay, okay. 
but I'll say this, even the stinky ones, I'm like, they're not as stinky as I expected. I'll say this off the bat now, everybody. Shoulders was the first single that was released and Dante and I hated it. True. It is still the worst song on the album. It is in my stinky tier with one other song. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I have, uh, I listened through the album once and I gave it a one out of five rate. Each, each song, one out of five rating on my initial listen. A couple of those have, have moved up. Uh, none of them have moved down. Uh, and then for my absolute favorite songs on the album, I have some timestamps, uh, one of which I have a lot of timestamps for. And then I have little blurbs on the other songs, just like quick little, here's my thought on this song. All right. And we're just going to go track by track. Let's starting fucking with the go opener. track by track intro, uh, which okay. I did not write the name of down. It is called The Embers of Fire. The Embers of Fire. Fire has embers. It's not. I, I saw somebody in a in a that Kohi Facebook group that I'm still a part of uh, saying it was one of the best intros to a Kohi album in a long time, and I I do not agree. I think it's fine. I don't hate it. Well, in a long time, are you comparing it to other recent albums? If I compare it to the last album, which I did listen to a little bit of yesterday. To the unheavenly creatures, I think the intro to Unhe- unheavenly creatures is better than this. Okay, he, ladies and gentlemen, he's done the work. I've done the work. I don't. I don't like the new theme as much because you know how there was the the classic Kohi theme. Yeah, is really good. This theme is a lot more simple, and it's fine. Kind of like this intro is fine. I feel like more effort was put into the original theme. This theme just feels like I'm moving down a scale. And then I'm going to start over. I'm going to add a flourish here and there. (laughs) And I think you can kind of say that about the songwriting in general. At least on the songs that are maybe stinky or fine. For the bulk of the songs. I think some things are, are a little like obvious or lazy. Though I would say this album compared to the last couple... There's more flourishes. There's, there's the hires are much higher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, intro, it's fine. I gave it a three, right down, right middle of the road. Sure, I wish I knew to do this one through five thing. Oh, we do it right now, uh, right off the cuff. That's how I did it. I didn't, I didn't put too much thought into it. No, I'm not gonna. No, too much effort. No, I, I don't. Wanna, yeah. Okay. Just think of it, think of the songs as um, like baseballs. How many baseballs would you give the songs? Well, I only got the one. (laughs) How many uh, baseball stitches would you give it? I guess, uh, I 
Yes, the embers of fire is a it's a two seamer, <laughs> so maybe like I don't know, forty stitches. Okay, okay. Uh, this scale, I don't know. <laughs> the scale of a, a baseball quality. What's the core made out of? Cork? Cork. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they make them out of cork, maybe, sometimes. Yeah. Okay for balls, not okay for bats. <laughs> oh, true. Even I know that. First actual song. Oh, reason... Uh, Reason 15, this intro is just fine and not that great. It doesn't lead into the first song very well. There's like a legit like stop. That's true. There's Coed and Pass have been very good about blending it where you're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they could be one track. Yes, yes. Basically, like you said. And there there was, there's at least one time in that album where, let's see, where is it? Oh, it's right here, right here. There's a really seamless change from one track to another. Yes. That yeah, I had the to... intro to the end of the album. It's almost like the the little. Um... Oh hey, so we had some technical difficulties and lost Dante's side of the audio for the next two songs. I'm gonna try to make it work. We'll see if this makes it into the episode. Okay, enjoy. I've talked about this intro for way too fucking long. Let's get to the first song, "Beautiful Losers." <laughs> Give it a five out of five. Classic fucking Coheed right here. Certain strong Claudio and folks. One thing that really stands out to me and why I feel like this is uh, classified as CC, as I have it on my notes now, classic Coheed. The, the palm muted guitar for the verses sounds so much like that part of Light in the Glass that I referenced earlier. Ignoring the worlds of your obnoxious little brother. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's see it go, brother. Kill or be killed. <laughs> Why, yo? Remember when I was like, this song sucks, and then you played me a bunch of timestamps from it, and I was like, oh shit, this song fucking rules. Dante did not remember this. I was I was pretty indifferent to it, because it starts off with an acoustic guitar, and you know how I feel about acoustics. Uh, but anyway, it sounds like that part, uh, and then the chorus on this one is great. I'm going to play the chorus, 144. playing that part Dante talked about how for a few albums now Coheed has sort of barreled right through songs almost like in search of that blood red summer pop hit but on this album they seem to not be doing that I I felt like early early Coheed they were never really in a hurry to 
get to the hook. Uh, because sometimes the entire song is a hook, but like they spend a couple minutes like getting to any vocals pretty often. Uh, and I feel like they lost some of that with some of those albums. And some of that is back here on this here record, which is one of the reasons I like it. I got another one more timestamp on this one here. Uh, I don't remember what it is though, so we're going to hear it. fuck on that's so good it's so good I've, I've been wanting to say this again for a while but thank you for introducing me to pink floyd because that just makes me think of pink floyd anyway this song is fucking great i i consider it classic coed track three coma toes First time hearing this song, I gave it a three. After a few more listens, I bumped it up to a four. I think this song is pretty good. Dante talked about how he really likes this song a bit more than he liked Beautiful Losers. And he talked about how the song kept getting stuck in his head. Oh, yeah. No, you know what? You are absolutely right. I, You did do that. <laughs> um, the same thing happened to me. Like all day yesterday, uh, I was singing the chorus of this song just like randomly hey let's listen to josh i just love that little double bass gallop that goes on there it it, it reminds me of of one of the camper valorium or however you say that songs the one that sounds like a fucking uh, like a Santana song or something like that. <laughs> and he says like, uh, <laughs> yes, Fate of Hearts. Thank you. Jesus, Danny. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, on Fate of Hearts, it's got like a similar little drum pattern, but I think it's single kick on, at that time. if Josh always used double bass. And then I answer him. Yeah, neither have I. Though I haven't spent a ton of time with those other albums, so... I don't know that I would say there's a ton, but there's double bass, which I didn't expect. So to me, it's like, holy shit, Josh, calm down. Uh, all right, let's listen to Josh some more. Is it fake? Dante replied, 
Yeah, sounds fake. Part of me doesn't care too. Like it, it, it sounds pretty cool, even if it's fake. Uh, I had the, a similar feeling on our Gojira episode. But anyway, yeah, I love it. I love the double bass. It's good. I would not give this classic Coheed necessarily. I don't know. Whatever's one below classic Coheed. One below classic Coheed, everybody, is good. All right. Thank God that's the end of that. Dante's back, everybody. All right. Do you want to explain what happened? Yes, I'm recording. Jesus Christ, Dante. What? I did, I've been you... recording this whole time. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, everything you just heard uh, will be will have been flawless and amazing. Trust me. I know what I know what I'm going to do. The next song we're going to talk about. <laughs> Wait, hold possibly, on. Possibly, possibly one of the worst songs on the album. Not the worst song Coheed has ever written, but a horrible song. The worst single to come out of uh, this record. Shoulders. First of all, who calls the song Shoulders? Unless it's a theme song for a wrestler and it has to do with his over-the-shoulder boulder holders. Sure. And I'm not interested. Exactly. Or if if this is maybe a, uh, a jingle for head and shoulders. They just forgot the head part. Went straight for the shoulders. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on this song. I gave it a two out of five. Stinky song, decent riff, horrible, horrible verses, good chorus. It's it is in my stinky tier. I don't like when Claudio overdoes the uh, like aggressive voice. He he used to do it sure. in like places where like oh it's a different character and it's like mm-hmm. just in this like you know little twenty second snippet of a song or, or not even listening to it the past couple of days though I did not hate it as much as I did the first time we listened to it. Uh huh. Okay. So again, not as stinky as other stinky things Coheed has done. The like honestly, song. this could have been in the fine tier for me. Okay, okay. Like I don't love it. I'm not gonna like seek it out. Is there a kid? Yeah, they're out there. They're out there. We're fine. Okay, the cats are watching them. Yeah, <laughs> cats got them. Don't worry. Um, hey, Danny. Hey, what are you gonna do? What What did you say? You were like, oh, <laughs> I got an idea. What's your idea? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll 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 figure it out. You will figure it out. I will. I will. I am so mad because I thought that thirty fucking minutes, man. Thirty minutes. We like we set things up that we could call back later. Mm-hmm. I showed you how those pills I bought off the internet like seem to be working. <laughs> they they're really working. Um. <laughs> God damn it! Don't I worry, guess Dante. It's not the end of the world that the the guitar part is cut out. 
Also, I I want to say I've played some The Light and the Glass on whatever episode we listened to it. Oh yeah, I think so. So we don't need that again. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm done talking about shoulders. You want to move on? Oh, uh, the only thing I will say about shoulders. The only, the only other thing I'll say is that I think there's two other songs that reference, or at least they use the word shoulders. Mm-hmm. And so yes. I do like when Coheed is good at songwriting. Yeah, when Lyric when they're writing. linking and like weaving this narrative in yes. in a way that um, is either foreshadowed or called back. Uh, Anytime I'm listening to a Coheed song and I hear a name or a phrase or something and it's it's a callback to something else, my nerdy, giddy little ass gets so excited. You don't want to clean that off first before you put it back? <laughs> I just love how no one knows what you're talking about and we're not going to explain yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> this is bad prep on my part. There was a... Mm-hmm. a it's a song we we certainly have not gone to gotten to yet, where at one point I thought they were doing a guitar part from a song from a previous album as a callback. Ooh, I did not notice any of that. I, I, it could have just been something similar though, how you were talking about with uh, "Beautiful Loser" and yeah. "Light in the Glass." Yeah, it could have just yeah, been yeah. something similar, but I was like, "Oh wait, am I supposed to be like, oh my god, they're doing it?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right, let's move on to track okay. five. Track five. Uh, a disappearing act. Started off as a two, went up to a three. I don't like it. I don't hate it. It's fine. It's yeah, it is just barely above shoulders for me. Mm-hmm. We are in the middle of the lull in the album. Yeah, yeah. This is a song though where I was trying not to hate it for hate's even way too strong a word. Sure. I was I, I was trying not I was trying to give it a chance and realize they're doing something a little different. Mm-hmm. Right? This is the song where it comes on and you're like, is this Crystal Castles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's got some really gross synthesizer at the beginning. You, you don't like that sound? No, no, I don't like that. Tell me why. Because it sounds stupid. It sounds cheap. It sounds like uh, it sounds like a rave. I mean, it sounds better than the other Claudio synth stuff I've heard mm-hmm. uh, in his Prizefighter Inferno form. Okay. Uh, now we're talking 16 years ago, mm-hmm. but what that's another thing I thought of when listening to the song was, oh, he's, he's just getting some of that poppy synthy prize fighter urges yeah. out in a Coheed album. And that's fine. Yeah. I think there's room for it. I don't think this is the greatest song, but I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, each time I listen to it, I feel like I like it a little bit more. So just keep but listening that- to it. Just keep okay. listening to it. Just keep listen. I I took I a nap. Uh, I know what you mean. <clears throat> I, um, I, I hear Lassa. Yeah, she's whining about something. I haven't eaten today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's it's fine. My my original note uh, was gross intro, intro synth, generic Transformers soundtrack fodder. 
now, going back to No World for Tomorrow, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there was actual Transformers fodder. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, actually, right. intended to be. exactly why I said Transformers soundtrack fodder. Not just because you're a Michael Bay completionist? <laughs> yes. Completist? Completionist. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> No, no matter how you phrase it, I'm going to complete when I think about Michael Bay. <laughs> I'm going to complete. Oh. That's, that's how they say it, right? How Transformers say it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, uh, hey, are you still recording? Oh, God. Yeah, better fucking check. Oh, wait, no, that's Apple Music. I do not want to open that. God, no, 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 no. T- tell me tell me when you're done with your beta version. Uh, yes, it is still recording. Yeah, I only use the alpha version. Oh, God, my shoulder. Uh, <laughs> uh, next song. Love, Murder, One. Dumb album, dumb song title. Yes, dumb song title. It um, it ma- it perfectly matches the dumb album artwork, though. Mm-hmm. It's this reminds me of Ready Player One. I don't think Love Murder One oh, would be a song sure. title if Ready Player One wasn't a book or in a movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I don't like it. I I like the album cover on this one. I think it's pretty good. I just don't like the super like glossy yes. CGI. I don't know. It's, it's better than the cover of Unheavenly Creatures. True. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. It, it, it kind of gets to a point for me with that type of artwork where it's like, we'll just have it be real people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or have it be like animated in a way that it's like, interesting because it's not supposed to just look like real people yeah yeah um i don't know okay love murder one dumb name Uh, here's here's my blurb on this one look we've all heard the weekend and he's great but we don't want to hear his music done in a generic hard rock sound but there are some cool kick things that happen in this song did i timestamp any of them no just listen to the song, folks. I might like Shoulders more than this song. Huh. What did you give this song? Numerically. I gave it a two. A two. Okay. And Shoulders tied, also got a two. Tied with Shoulders. Are, spoiler, any other twos? Uh, yes. <laughs> All the rest of them. <laughs> All the rest are ones. Interesting. Okay. Wow. I bet you there's a song... At the very least, is in my good tier mm-hmm. that you think is along the lines of shoulders or love murder one. Okay, okay. I'm I'm I must be, but well, we're definitely on the same page. Uh, of I think shoulders and love murder one are both they're both in the stinky tier. But I don't hate them. I still don't hate them. Sure, sure. Um, 
All right. Okay. Next track. Blood. Blood. Oh, blood. <laughs> Is there anyone in It's fine. It, I have nothing bad to say. I have nothing good to say. I gave it a three. It's it's on par with the intro. It's fine. The, yeah, this was one where when I first heard it, I was like, I'm not not on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of grew on me. Yeah, maybe it's just that there's a lack of anything offensive. <laughs> Um, not like, if, not like if Claudio's not calling someone a whore. Yeah. Um, if he's not wishing death on a woman for not liking him back, then why <laughs> am I even here? I, I'm going through the lyrics right now. Sing them. Sing them to me. Well, here's the thing. Like, this is pretty telling of blood as I, I could not yeah, I don't even approximate what the melody is. Mm-hmm. Just looking at it. I do like, so this is kind of the most like this is the theme of the album from what I've gathered and I'm not listening to the lyrics super closely but there is a lot of talk about family mm-hmm. being I'm proud of you I would do this for you keep you safe all this stuff and I mean cut the throats uh, of babies for you yes <laughs> if you take my burning hand follow me into the fire Oh, they fear what they don't know, and they'll be afraid of you for... Oh, yeah, I remember not loving that line. They'll be afraid of you for sure. For and sure. then it repeats, be afraid of you for... Like, f- adding for sure is just so, like... Yeah, yeah. It's not going to age well. It seems out of place now. Yeah. Uh, like, they they fear what they don't know, and they'll be afraid of you, totes my goats, because you're my blood. <laughs> my blood. Bro. <laughs> Um, Brotes. <laughs> Brotes. Uh, yeah, it's it, not bad. Like, I don't think I would skip it. I kind of, I kind of liked this album as a, like, one piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, the, the, oh, wait, what, what am I, I'm, I'm talking I down about the song. This is, this song's in my good tier. Wow. It, it's kind of borderline good and fine. Mm-hmm. I have, I have five songs in my good tier. Okay. And I would say this is probably four or five. Okay. But it's there. Yeah. And I'm not going to change it now. Okay. It's Wrote it in late. pen. Wrote it's it in pen. Late. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Track. Uh, oh, you got more? No, no. Track. I lost count. Eight. Eight. Track eight. The Liars Club. We've already talked about this song on the podcast before. I'm I gave this one a four. I still really like this song. I like that you get a squeal. Oh, you get a squeal in the intro, so that bumps the intro up a little bit as well. Oh, see, I feel like that squeal. I don't think it's very good. It here's the thing. It's cool to hear the squeal, but it's like and then whatever he says after that. Like it's it's not mixed well. 
Okay, maybe it's a production thing. I Yeah, because yeah, if they did this with it, uh-huh, it would have been good, but they did this with it. Right. Or actually probably more like this. If well, they would have done you, this. No, okay. But it was, <laughs> is there a way they could flip it here, and like put, you see all the people? You, do, put your hands in here like this. Okay. Doesn't look like that. <laughs> okay, ready? See it? Let me see if I can get them. One, okay. two, three. <laughs> um, what will, I, I think you liked this song more than me when we talked about I did. it. I did. I, I have come around to it a lot. I don't know if it was just because, like, listening to it via YouTube or sure. what, whatever the case was. I like the song quite a bit. This yeah, is in my good, good tier. I, I think I like it. Ah, oh boy. I might like this even better than Beautiful Loser. Not It's not quite comatose. I don't know. I think Liar's Club and Beautiful Loser, they're neck and neck. 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 Okay. I, I think they're both really good. Um, I'm, I'm trying to pull up the, the lyrics. Um, you, you talked about the squeal. Mm-hmm. There was something else. Oh, that house. Oh, I mean, this is an, another good Josh song. Yeah. They all uh, the, I, I liked the drums when we first mm-hmm. listened to it as well. They're, they're very driving, very peppy. It's, this is not on Genius. I have to go to fucking Lyric Find. What? 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 No. I, what your trusted source this? for licensing. What? Uh oh. Somebody just got a virus. Hold on. I have to get my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you want me to lie? Because I could do it, baby. I could do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless I had to, I do what I got to. Unless I had to, I do what I got to. <laughs> the truth. Ah. <sighs> <laughs> They Not they a, did do that song. Of course they did. Unless oh, I had to, right. I do what I got to. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, well, really well, neither can he. It, oh, you, you were doing new Adam. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This is the song where he sounds like Alien Ant Farm covering Michael Jackson. I don't know if we <laughs> said that in. Oh, we didn't. But when he says, "Baby, are you okay?" Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. I did sp- say that it, it reminded me of Michael Jackson. Um, but yeah, not the Alien Ant Farm version, but yes. It's the only version that matters. It's the only version. I'm sure we're just repeating ourselves word for word. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a good song. It is. Uh, I, I I feel bad. I don't have any timestamps. That's okay. I didn't right. put any timestamps on this one either because we already talked about this song. Fair, but feelings changed. And I, feelings I guess I should have I should have given some uh, reasons why. Uh, if we did an overrated, underrated, favorite, least favorite of track reviews, you might bump the rating up on this one. You oh, underrated yes, yes, yes. it previously. Correct. Shall All we right. move on to uh, yet another low point? <laughs> yeah. Bad man. <laughs> spike to the shit out of that oh someone's an outside hitter (laughs) you can tell by the title of this song that it's going to be horrible this has some really gross guitar flourishes this is the one i i texted you about oh you showed me your your line graph of enjoyment but yeah 
Oh. But yeah, this is this is down at the bottom of that line graph. And fucking apparently people like this cuz I saw some people quoting it in the in that Facebook group, but evil is as evil do. Yeah. Claudio, get the fuck out of here. There he has a couple of those kind of cringy moments. That that was yeah. definitely one that like I'm I'm hiking around this morning and I'm like ugh. Yeah. I have to stop and like <laughs> apologize to nature. <laughs> You'll need a bad man. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the, the mama watch your mouth part where it's like, he's doing like shaft. That that's pretty cringy. Uh, the very first line is I'm not here to spread your business. I'm assuming he's talking about butt cheeks. (laughs) Um, I'm just here to keep things cool. Baby song. Yeah. (laughs) Be your backdoor baby to come. Yeah. That song's pretty good. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh, and then he says, liar, in that, yeah. Such a liar. I'm on fire. I'm gonna retire. (laughs) This actually made my fine tier. Wow. This is not in my stinky tier. And wow. I, Dante official bad, bad man are good actually. <laughs> hey, the only thing to stop a bad man with a song <laughs> is a good man with a pod. It's true. It's true. I mean, I, I'm not super well versed on the weekend, but, uh, this is again, kind of like, yeah. Poppy smooth. Trying to be cool, sexy. Yeah, um, he's he's going for that weekend sound, and he even I read a couple little things where he even uh, wanted to work with the weekend and stuff like that, which is no, great. No, like I'm, he said, he's working for the weekend. Oh, just like everybody. <laughs> there was a weekend song. I don't think it was a big hit. I think it's called "The Morning." Uh huh. It's from like. 10 years ago, probably. But there's this one part of the song, and I can't say it, uh-huh. but it's... Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, not specifically, but oh. he has a lot of lyrics that I probably shouldn't sing along with and don't. Then why'd you say probably? <laughs> mm, suspicious. <laughs> Get him, internet. Um, <laughs> he says all those other... Uh, I'll say one of the words. He says... Okay. So he says something like all those other P word uh-huh. ass N words. Yeah. 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 I, I think I know that song. Uh, really good song. Mm-hmm. And then like that part will be like kind of like the comatose part, which I guess is not, <laughs> is no longer part of this episode. Uh, we talked about comatose and how just keep it comatose. That can get stuck in your head really easily. Well, this part of that weekend song, we get stuck in my head and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't have that looping in my head. Anyway, right, I'm just, I just scrubbed to like kind of the middle of the song. I'm just, okay. I need to refresh myself. not evil is as evil does even that would be horrible somewhere some somewhere in this world someone 
a a white male in a raised truck with a monster sticker on the back of it is listening to this song and loves it. Uh, yeah, evil is as evil do. Wow, why does he have to have that accent? Because mm. he because he does pretty pretty elitist. Yeah, I don't. I think the course is kind of you know what that course kind of reminds me of mid to late era Jimmy Eat World hmm. with that it, it, it's kind yeah. of like slower than you would expect it to be. He, he's kind of doing like slow like sixteenth notes on the mm-hmm. hi hat. Um, I don't, and look, Jim, love you, bud. He's not above an evil is as evil do type of line. He's not. He's got, <laughs> what's that new song that they came out with? Oh, how uh, recent is this? Very recent. Like, like last week or something. Um, let me find it really quick. It was on my. Does it have an awful line? Releases. It has an awful title. <laughs> it's called Something Loud. Uh, that's fine. What's wrong the with title, that? The title is fine, but the, the lyric is not, it's not good. It's, it's up there with evil is as evil do. I'll tell you that. Well, are you going to share with us the lyric? Uh, sure. I got to find it. We'll if you've already Googled the, I didn't Google it. I just pulled it up on my, Oh my God. Well, just Google it. Well, actually, hold on. Let's do this. I want to do this. Hey, don't play it yet. Okay. It's called Something Loud. It's called Something Loud. Something Loud, Jimmy World Lyrics. I'm going to do a quick scan and see if it doesn't uh, jump off the page. Is it is it the lyric or is it like how it's delivered? It is, it is the lyric. And it's... Oh, could be this. Give me that. It, this, boy, this is pretty Jim. Is it yeah. Friends at the Show in 95? No, that is that is pretty bad though. Do you still feel part of something loud all night now? Hmm, what is it? Do you still feel part of something loud? Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> do you feel part of do you still feel part of something? Sure. I'd take it. I'd probably be really into that actually. But something loud? <laughs> oh, what a dream. <laughs> Are you part of something? Oh, man. Well, Jim, to answer your question, no, I don't. But if you have any leads... Sorry, I'll listen to the rest of the song to see if kind of it takes me somewhere. Is there a, is there a phone number at the end of the song? Some sort of Reddit group? <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Jim just, he... Hey, man, he says what he feels. He, he does. Can't fault him for it mm-hmm. unless we're talking about the music. And then, yeah, yeah we can criticize it, obviously, of course. Yeah. 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 It's all right. Still recording? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I did just check again. I'm so mad. Okay. 30 fucking minutes. 30 minutes. <laughs> it's going to be flawless. Uh, ready How, for... Y- y- there's, there's nothing you could do to salvage that. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. If you just do like a, you do a dumb voice and try to like be me in between things you say, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to come to Sacramento. So, all right, you're going to win because you're going to get to see me, but then I'm going to, I don't know. Just give me a big old smooch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, 
I am going to play with your cats in a way that are going to make them never <laughs> like the way you play with them ever again. Okay, okay, okay. Eh, I can live with that. Um, Bad Man, it's fine. There's at least two songs that are worse than it on this album, and maybe two others, according to my tears. Okay, okay. Uh, ready for the next song? Yes, track 10. Track 10, Our Love. This is just like a little intro to the to the end of the album, aka the strongest part of the record. Agreed, because yes. we have not touched my classic Coheed tier yet. I don't know. It's a decent little intro. I I, I really have nothing to say about it. It's fine. I I agree. This is a, a fine song. It's in the fine tier. It. I understand why it's there. If it wasn't there, I don't know that I would miss it. Sure. M- maybe. Maybe it's good for you, Danny, because you can get the taste of bad man out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. It's a little palate cleanser. Yeah. Now, I will say, anyone who likes our love, well, let me direct you to the Coheed cover of Your Love by The Outfield. Have you, are you not familiar with their cover? Not, they they recorded a cover what's of that, Your Love. What's this song? The Outfield. I Don't Want to Lose Your Love Tonight, that song? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, it's good. So mm. that's what this... I, I was just thinking about your love the entire time this was playing. Okay, so. okay. Track 11. Track 11, uh, Dante's favorite title because of one word. <laughs> Damn it, you beat me to it. <laughs> ladders! I love ladders! <laughs> ladders of supremacy. Yeah, the, the it's really hard to use supremacy in a way that isn't mm-hmm. gross. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send, uh, for, for Christmas, I'm going to get Claudio one of these. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Claudio, w- when you want to use a word that's uh, incredibly closely tied to racism, mm-hmm. maybe see uh, if there's some synonyms out there. Yeah, yeah. Check that spice store, buddy. <laughs> um, I I initially gave this one a four, but I think I, I uh, underrated this one. We're talking classic Coheed right here, baby. This is classic Coheed. <laughs> uh, I think this is my favorite song. It's it's really fucking good. It's this is my favorite song on the album in a classic Coheed. Um, oh, Jesus Christ, Danny. This is my favorite classic Coheed album. <laughs> his head is buried in his hands. He's readjusting his this, headphones as if they have anything to do with this, this song right here. 
right here, this song, Ladders of uh, Supremacy. It's my favorite classic Coheed sounding song on this album. <sighs> daddy, daddy, daddy. Oh, boy. I made it. Made it through. I imagine you have to have some timestamps. I have a lot of timestamps yeah. on this. Song. Let's do it. It um, right off the bat. Thank you to the uh, children of the fence. That's what it's called. The Facebook group that that gave us the playlist. Uh, they gave us a song, Domino the Destitute. The song sounds a lot like Domino the Destitute. It's got that heaviness, Agalock esque ish guitar. Every once in a while, I hope I hope I'm thinking of the right song because I just looked up the song title. I didn't actually listen to it. Um, you didn't listen to Domino, you're saying? Correct. Correct. Okay. Um, but anyway, I'm gonna skip right to um, 29 seconds. Just the entire fucking intro of this song. I'm gonna play through, and we're gonna we're gonna gush. Okay. I love it. It's heavy yeah. as fuck. It's setting got some atmosphere. Setting some atmosphere. It's got those those Dawn leads that I just love. I don't remember his last name. Uh, we're not talking about that Dawn. I believe it's Anderson. Yeah, that sounds about right. They're all Andersons. Sanderson. Samuelson. Sam Sanderson. <laughs> Wait, when you said not that Don, who who are you talking about? Like the, the bad, Godfather, the bad man, the 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 one that thinks he's at the top of the ladder of supremacy. Donald. Oh, jeez, Louise. <laughs> who the fuck's Don? And it, well, and when you said when you said the one from the bad man, I was like, is that a Coheed character? <laughs> Don. There's like there's all these names like I, I don't even know how to say and then Don. <laughs> oh uh It's got a U in it though. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I went I went on uh, this trail today and I sent you a picture and actually Sarah and I did that together yesterday and we passed by these people who were on the side of the trail, I think just getting a rest and they had a couple dogs. And one of the dogs came up and was like barking at us pretty good. And the the guy goes, Kevin, Kevin, come here. <laughs> and I was like, hell yes. <laughs> got yelled at by or got barked at by a dog named Kevin. <laughs> anyway, Kevin! let's let's uh, keep listening. Let's keep fucking going. Love the toms coming in. I like the little uh, building lead thing that that's happening right there. Really good. These guys, let me tell you, Dante. These guys still have it. 
I agree. That, that, what is that? That sounds like something that we've heard from them before. That sounds like something we've heard from them before? That, yeah, that guitar line. It sounds like Domino the Destitute. Is that what, I I don't know that song well enough to like have it trigger that. That was my favorite song on that playlist. That's why you were getting all giddy over like going to Mars or fucking whatever. Here to Mars? Yeah. It's a, it sounds Dude, like Domino hey. the Destitute. Like, this sounds like they just... Uh, I know, I'll just move this up the neck a little bit, and uh, then we'll play this song. And suckers like Danny are going to love it. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if that you're really... You think this is praise. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, I think they just like really mailed it in and repurposed another song that was successful a few years ago. <laughs> so yeah, it was great. If you're looking... For a great board game experience. Okay. And you somehow like lose your kids so you have the time to learn and play this game. <laughs> yeah. Terraforming Mars. Okay. So fucking good. It's pretty involved. I, I've never won because I play against Sarah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, very, very fun. And you can listen to like a Mars themed playlist. Sure, sure. Just like... 30 seconds to Mars. Yeah, no, it is a Jared Leto designed game and you do have to join the cult. <laughs> okay, okay, perfect. Oh, shit, I just lost my time. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. I'm so sorry. No reason for that. I hopefully had a Dante. Ah, oh, fuck. First time you barged in. Hey, uh... Hank? Hank, yes. Your name's What's up, Hank? Hank? What? What? What's up? So, mm-hmm. I need help with something. Okay, well, I'm doing this right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, Lhasa is in the chimney, so. <laughs> and your mom is here, so you can ask mommy. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, right. Fucking sitcom exit. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Dante says bye too. <laughs> All right. I don't know. That part I just played was cool. It, it sounds like Domino Destitute. It sounds we're inching into Pink Floyd territory. Uh, we'll get there though. Just going full prog math. I fucking, I fucking love it. We are 100, 142. We're one minute and 42 seconds into this song. And there's been like 16 different guitar parts. It, well, that's what makes it classic, Coheed. Also, this you is, scared the hell out of me when you said that number. Because it made me think that like our recording was off or something. Okay, let's but, fucking. No, hold on. Shut up. Yes, Dad. Dad what? Daddy. There we go.
Gross. There, I remembered something I wanted to talk about. I don't remember what song it was. So I'm listening to the entire album right now. 50 songs to get through if you want to start it. uh, Oh, here it is. Can we talk about Beautiful Losers for a second? Sure. I mean, if there's one to revisit. It's true. It's true. This is just the beginning. The the guitar part at the beginning of Beautiful Losers. I'm going to play it real quick. The first time I heard that, I was like, this is a Tom DeLonge intro. Oh, sure. Sure, sure, sure. He loves doing, like, the root note changes. Mm -hmm. Um, First a whole step, then a half step, and it'll just go back and forth, you know? Yep, Um, yep. Claudio mixes it up by doing something different on, like, the fourth time through, which would never enter Tom's mind. No, no, no. But... Yeah, that's it's very much uh, Blink, Angels and Airwaves, mm-hmm. Tom. But I uh, I like it a lot. It's good. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Okay, let's jump ahead. Ten songs. <laughs> back to back to this. Uh, bing dong, where am I at dong, here? Okay, dong, now we're turning dong, into Pink bing, Floyd. Dong. Oh yes. minutes and 12 seconds before the vocals come in classic fucking coheed you say not two minutes and 12 seconds don't don't listen to the words that come out of my mouth man we're two minutes and 12 seconds into the song and then he starts singing so it is two minutes it is it is that okay because you said it wasn't i know (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you said it wasn't but was Uh, it's fucking amazing. It's an amazing intro. What's your favorite Tom guitar line? My favorite Tom guitar line? Yeah. Uh, you texted me out of the blue last week asking me what my favorite Blink song was. It wasn't Uh, out of the blue on my end. Well, (laughs) I'm saying now we're, we're both on the pod so we can talk about these things. Oh boy, I think I'm fucking spiking like constantly. Oh, sweet. Yeah, as long as you're recording, you. I really don't fucking care. <laughs> my my entire side of the conversation is going to sound like the Claudio squeal. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, my go to song is pathetic, but I, I don't know if there's necessarily a really great guitar line. Yeah. Um, what's the fucking uh, Cheshire Cat? Not M and M's. We're tired thinking about girls stealing her away from the world. Is that Eminem's? I don't, Eminem's does. Eminem's has like that real like quick one. It has that really fat. Yeah, like, like that kind of thing. Sure, it's that was flawless. I really like that one though. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good one. Yeah, hey, uh, I I do gotta say, man, I regret not saying pathetic. I was going back and forth between. Like, Pathetic was, when you asked me that question, what's my favorite Blink song, I pulled up Pathetic and started listening to it. I was like, does this, does this, like, trigger as my favorite right now? Uh-huh. 
And I don't know why I didn't say that. I felt like it, it would have seemed like I was trying to be cooler than I am. Mm-hmm. I just want to... Danny, we're just so similar. Yeah, yeah. And you, But you were like, oh, um, uh, California. Just the album. <laughs> my, my favorite song is California, the album, <laughs> the deluxe version, only the Skiba songs. Yes. Definitely not the song, California. I did say... Did you talk about this on your episode? How did this come up on whatever I episode this was? I don't even fucking remember. Was this discussed? Uh, barely. Who was the other host? Nate. What's his? Uh, he doesn't really know Blink-182 very well. Wasn't his thing. Are you going to try to make it his thing? Uh, no, I don't think so. Why? That would be... A, people would listen to that episode. People might listen to that episode. Not like this shit. I know. Remember, when, right. I, remember when I thought the Coheed Decembria was going to be huge? And then it was like... I mean, no, we got more listeners than we normally do, but... I don't, I don't remember that. No. You thought it was going to be I huge. thought it was going to be like, oh man, lots of people are going to listen to this. And it was like, I don't know, 50 on day one, but... I'm just now remembering because you said it that we did it. Oh like, yeah. I, we talked about earlier. This I was before. trying to remember why we were talking about light in the glass. And I was like, what, what anniversary <laughs> did we do? So yeah, now it makes sense. Yeah. 248 is my next timestamp. All it says is hell yeah. So let's see what this is. I love the the guitar and Claudio hitting the same way too high note that's impossible. I I love the weird Claudio voice that happens. I was just thinking. I was thinking to, to hit that impossible high note, he got a neck extender. <laughs> but that of course would not make it higher. <laughs> oh man. I really know how music works yeah, you do. and guitars <laughs> in particular. Um, I don't know. It, it's fucking great. All right. 13 more timestamps. 13 more timestamps. 410. This is another hell yeah. Those drums were cool. Mm-hmm. All right, next. Good this, content. This, <laughs> all right, I'm going to do one more off of this song because I feel like now we're spending too much time on this Wait song. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've only got two more and I'm going to pick one. Wait, are you, are you going to play the bridge? I'm going to play five minutes. The bridge is probably in there somewhere then. Okay.
They still got it. Was that the bridge? But where where was this like the past eight years? I don't know. For for the most part, I should say. I don't know. They needed a, a pandemic. Thank God for the pandemic. <laughs> oh, amen, brother. <laughs> Just it brought out the best in people, and we're all so much better for it now. Yeah. We've come closer as a society, <laughs> and, and and we're able to see see things clearly and make real impactful change. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just good to see. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did want to say earlier that maybe this was recorded during the pandemic and that's why the production in some parts was like in that synth or the like after the squeal was so bad. Um, But I don't think that has anything to do with it because it's uh, computers and computers were still pretty much working. Pretty much. I'm I'm looking at the lyrics for this Mm -hmm. and in the bridge, the first lyric of the bridge apparently is evil does as evil do. Wait, what? Hold your horses. Let me find this. Apparently they say it. Uh, It's presented in a much more tolerable way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Still bad. Shouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm still recording. Hey, that's good. That's all I got on this song. It's fucking amazing. I love it. Oh, and this is also a song where in one of the verses he says, uh, now get up from the gravel and dust off your shoulders. Ooh. I wonder. Mm-hmm. Stay down, boy. See. Oh, boy. Yeah. Boy, reading these lyrics. <laughs> the the first line of the first chorus. Stay down, boy. See, you got clowned, boy. Ooh. You got heart, but sorry, just ain't meant to be another one down the ladders of supremacy but uh then at the end of the song i mean maybe oh boy yeah at the end of the song he says climbing up the ladders of supremacy was it everything you had dreamed oh did you make your mark or did you let them stand between i don't know what that means between you and everything do do you think he's getting political at all or there's any message here beyond the story of Coheed and Cameron, the Amory Wars, and wherever they are now with it? I don't think so. I don't see him getting political in his songs, but... Which I've never thought of before is kind of insane. Like every uh, every graphic novel, Mm -hmm. there is strong, like messaging on social issues. Yeah. It's kind of weird if he's never <laughs> thought to mm. like make any, yeah. you know, take any stances or making an or allegory like for, yeah. Who, who knows? Maybe this is maybe, uh, Vaxis does have to do with, uh, vaccines. What was, but it's Vaxis act two. Mm-hmm. So was there another Vaxis at some point? Yeah. The, um, un. Unheavenly Creatures is Vaxus one. Which was, so he predicted. I mean, people have been an- anti-vax for a long time. I see, that That is true. That is true. It would just be a very weird thing for him to have done, <laughs> like, in 2018. Yeah, but, yeah. Okay. Um, two more songs. Let's go to number 12. Uh, okay, number 12. One we've already talked about at semi-length on this pod. Rise Naniyasha, cut the cord. 
song rules i like it a lot i gave it a four and what was your initial impression of the song i liked it a lot i gave it a four is that your, okay were, were you using the same <laughs> no, rating I'm system just, back then no. i'm just being an ass um i do remember liking this song though and i remember you liking it a lot more than i did mm-hmm. i fucking love this song now it's really fucking good right this song is so good i again i don't know what it was about the Liars Club and this, where I was kind of down on them at first listen, because mm-hmm. we listened to those together, right? We that did. was like a watch together yeah, that was situation. The first time we listened was watch together. I think part of it, and I think we said this both times, was we watched the videos and we shouldn't have because that because they're stupid because the vi- music videos are stupid. <laughs> I still remember the running where it was just yeah, like, yeah. oh, they don't know how to animate this at all. It looks like that cartoon reboot or whatever. Yeah, I did watch that. Canadian production, I believe. Ooh. Yeah, th- this song is, is really good. I, I guess we don't need to talk about it a ton since apparently we talked about it before, but I am, I'm looking at the lyrics to see if anything... <laughs> Anything political stands out? Well, just like, I don't know. I, I didn't take a, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the chorus, this might be the best chorus of the album. Yeah. The I'm your great destroyer part mm-hmm. is so fucking good. Call me and I'll be there. I'll be your great, your great destroyer. It's so, like, it's gobbledygook. It's nothing. Oh, my baby boy. Like, <laughs> Claudio. But it's fucking, it rules. And it kind of has, what Will and Well song is it? It might be Fear Through the Eyes of Madness. Mm-hmm. At the end of that song... The no one will. What is it? No one runs faster than. Oh, no yeah. way. Is that fuel for the feeding end, or is that fear through the? Whatever the very last song is, I think that's fuel for well, the feeding end. No, no the last no one is final cut. Than you. No. Yeah, one yeah. Runs faster. Yeah. It's whatever. But anyway, that part at the end, and it's just four four power chords, and the drums are super pounding. It's dun 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 dun. I got a lot of those vibes from this song. Yeah. Which, hey, man, if, if they're going to start recycling ideas from the uh, four mm-hmm, mm-hmm. era, fine by me. Yep. And I don't I don't think this is like a... I don't think this is a rewritten song by any means. Yeah. Um, but it definitely set me back to, to those days. Yeah. These, these last uh, four songs, uh, I guess... I don't remember that great Destroyer part at... Like, I honestly was thinking today, did they, like, was that, like, a demo we heard no, a few months ago? Like, did they change? Single. I don't understand why I did not like that song more at the time. I don't know. Yeah, this song rules. It is, I think it's my second favorite song, but okay. it's really good. Okay. 
It's really fucking good. You ready, Dante? Yes. The last song, right? The final song off of Vaxus 2, A Window of the Waking Mind. Window of the Waking Mind. keep coming up with these song titles because uh i mean okay we talked about how like like bad man is not a great mm-hmm. song title blood is as generic as you can get yeah. but like window of waking mind that's a good song title. pretty good they they spend so much time uh working on uh the really good songs and the really good album titles that the other ones they just kind of toss off they're like oh we need a full album so uh this one's called what do i say? i say blood in this song so we're gonna call this one blood that's fair. Yeah. I, I think that's a decent theory. Yeah. Dante, this song fucking rules and blows my mind. And I, I have CC for classic Coheed next to it, but I'm going to say FC for future Coheed. This is the Coheed I want to see. This is the Coheed that I want you and I in the year 20, we'll give them 10 years, 2032. For you and I to travel to Broadway in New York City and watch the very first Broadway uh, opening night of the Vaxis Broadway show. I am so all about this shit right here. It fucking rules. Uh, I agree. This was maybe my first contender for for best song. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that keeps it from being like obviously the best song is it... And this isn't a criticism because I do like when bands do this. I probably just need to listen to it more. It, it takes a while to get to the parts where you're like, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, I don't know that you would like those parts as much as if they hit you with them right away. Like you have to build sure, to it. Sure. There's a little yeah. little tension that has to be built. Yeah, I, I think the song rules. It's I'm not shocked that tracks 11, 12, and 13 are the three in my top tier. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that is classic Coheed. Absolutely. Right what timestamps do you have? Uh, I have quite a few on this one as well. Uh, first one is at 140. You know I don't like acoustic guitars, except when Dante plays them. That's, which is double bad taste. <laughs> right like what you were talking about it takes a while to get to the like really cool parts of the song and that's kind of like the the beginning of the build up to that um so he's still playing the acoustic guitar and he's like doing the the lead on the acoustic but it sounds so fucking rad like mixed in with everything else it's i'm gonna feel stupid if it was a different song but i think it was the song where i was thinking of obsequy and like the old Mm -hmm. Um, old acoustic songs that they do, yeah. like the the what, what are those called? The like, like medieval songs that that are yeah, on there. like they're medieval covers. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's kind of that like cool, like you know, Spanish or whatever it might be, guitar style. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that the interior? okay? 
<laughs> what? I just said it reminded me of that. <laughs> I, for some reason, I thought there was going to be something else after that. I don't know. Here's... Here's the most damn damning thing I can say about this podcast. Not this episode, but this podcast. Uh, I haven't done a podcast for like five months. Yeah. You've done one a week in that entire time. Uh-huh. We are still exactly as good as it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. At it. No. This podcast will never improve. It will always be this good. It is always going to be in the... Uh, Good tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's fine. Classic five songs or less. Is good. Is fine. <laughs> is good. good. Yeah. And so concludes this chapter. As my parents unravel the entangled threads of my reality, not of design, but by accident, my perception in question. As I leave the infinite for the It rules, Dante. It rules. I like these parts that you're playing. They're good parts. I, I like the creepy-ass voice. That's an example of him like using his weird character voice mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And not just uh, because he can. Yeah, yeah. Or he's he's like gotten compliments on it before, and he's like, oh, so what if I do it all the time? Ooh. And everyone's like, no, that's not what yeah. we meant. Yeah. It's good. It's a narrator, and it's the same voice he used on the intro of the last album too he did the same like i think that's vaxis talking mm. and, and yeah it's really fucking cool i love it and then this part kind of makes me think of tenacious d which is a little off-putting <laughs> uh but it, it still fucking rules it's a simple story and i hope i tell it well of a boy locked in a place his mind the very cell Yeah, yeah. Still fine. Yeah, a little, a little bit too much of that, but I, I still think it's great. It fits in perfectly with like this Broadway rendition of a Coheed song. Our pride and joy. Are you there? Are you in the same? And sound. Tell us what you need so we can help you. We don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. Fucking Phil at the end of the riff right before that. Kudos to Josh. He's a really good drum player. I don't know if you knew that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a good drum player. <laughs> True. He plays yeah. the drums, so he's a good drum player. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I, I love the like strings in that little quiet part there, and the like. Is this your favorite winds. song? Yeah, uh, no doubt, one hundred percent. Thanks.
Vaxes Vaxes, can you see us with your eyes? Vaxes, can you hear us with your ears? Is this right to calculate his moments? To find what's normal is being yeah, yeah, yeah. Vaxus, can you... I gotta pee so bad. Vaxus, can you hear us with your ears? No shit, Dad. What else am I... I'm gonna hear you with my butt? What are you talking about? Uh, can I hear you with my ears? Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Can you? <laughs> it's may I. May I hear you with my ears? Uh, okay. Here, uh, I'm gonna get through these timestamps so Dante can go tinkle. <laughs> What's When he goes, when he goes, what? I said, oh my God, Dante. Yeah. Do you like it? (laughs) No, I don't like it at all. (laughs) I I thought of you during this song because when he's, maybe you're going to get to it. um, Or maybe it's already passed. All right. Just play your last one. Shine your love on all these crazy eyes. Danny's trying his best to hurt his neck. <laughs> I love it so much. That is. That's also a throwback to Will and Well, sure, where they get all sure. like circusy for a, for a time. Throwback to My Chemical Romance. Oh yeah! Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's perfect. When when he says, uh, "My boy, it's okay to cry," I imagined you like Han comes in crying, mm-hmm. and you're just like, "It's okay. Yeah, it's okay to cry." My boy. I was like, "Oh, this is this is uh, this is a bad album." It seems like I don't yeah. know if it's. I know he has children. I don't know how many he boys, has, girls, or whatever. He has one little boy, and the child singing on this album at one point is that little boy. Whoa! I mistakenly a long time ago thought he had a daughter around the. I, I thought this around the uh, four album because at the end of final. Cut, I believe. There's that, um, you know, that like crazy, like thump, mm-hmm. thump, thump, thump. Mm-hmm. That part. Yeah. God, I'm so sorry, Sarah. Um, isn't there like a like a little girl's voice, like, I'm Nana. Oh, I love you. Maybe. I love that bad. It's there's some little kid babbling. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck was that? I don't know. Maybe it was one of the the other members of the band. <laughs> their, their kid, not not. Oh. It wasn't like Josh, like. Bah, 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 bah. I mean, he could do it. He's kind of a. He's a good drum player, so a master on the mic. <laughs> yeah, we've all heard Weird Science. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> and with my Pepsi money, I'm a drink Coke. <laughs>
big big can opening sound. Yeah, yeah. Do you think he did that with his his voice or did he um I think Claudio's daughter actually opened the can. Oh shit. Yeah. Damn bro. All right, um, this album in, in shockingly good. When I first put it on, and like, <sighs> there's a lot of songs where it's just like, oh, I'm embarrassed to have Sarah endure sure. this while I have to listen to this shitty album. Aside from songs four, five, and six, in my opinion, mm-hmm. there's a lot of good stuff. Yeah, there. yeah, a lot of stuff to listen to again and again. Does this make you think that we are wrong about like the previous three or four Coheed albums and that we can go back and find more good stuff like this? Or is this just the best album they've put out in a while? I think I think a little of both. I think this is the best album they've put out in a while. And I think there uh, are songs off of each of the albums uh, that we could probably go through those albums and pick out, you know, couple songs off of each to be like pretty uh pretty stoked on or whatever but i would say there's eight songs on this album mm-hmm. that i like i don't think i'm getting eight no. no or a similar percentage on any other album yeah yeah i think this is a high point in their career as far as i'm concerned a high point in their late their sure post for career yeah yeah Okay. You don't think this is better than In Keeping Secrets? Come on, Dante. Come on. Okay. Well, I had to ask. Come on. Um, all right, real quick. Uh, that means I will just say uh, Beautiful Loser and Comatose, uh, really good. Mm-hmm. That's true. Is there anything else we have to do? Um, Dante. I love you. I love you. Yeah, I was just telling you what to say. <laughs> uh, thanks a lot for coming back on the pod. Uh, it was my pleasure. Um, I would say once or twice a year is uh, how many times you can ask. Okay, um, so um, Astronoid. You got that playlist? I don't. Make it. Did you record the boxcar? Not yet. Up? Oh, okay. It will happen. Do you have someone for it? Yeah, I'm going to do it with Nate and Cody. Whoa, the first three-way? No. Miranda Lambert. There's been another? Miranda Lambert was our first three-way. Oh, okay. Didn't listen to it. It's a, it's a funny episode. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they're both they're both better co-hosts than I by a mile. Well, so well. I think hey, I think all talent, all they're undeniable talents. I think everyone has their strong suits. And you have one too. <laughs> And it is my swimsuit, as you've told me before. Yes, yes. Especially now that you're taking those pills. <laughs> was that was that cut? No. Oh, no, no that was, was the first thing yeah. I said. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I got to pee okay, and, thanks and go Okay, thanks for to everybody. Uh, listen after the credits, and I'll have Dante's peeing sound on there. Okay. okay I love you. Yeah, uh, th- thanks for having me back, everybody. Bye. Bye.
actually get a recording of, of Dante going pee, like I said, but but uh, there was a weird sound right afterward. Just listen to this. 